welcome to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. All right, picture this, Tyce. Picture this. Close your eyes if you want, but no big deal. Okay, I'm there. I'm there. Okay. Imagine it's, it's, this is before the Memphis game, okay? You're a Jazz Beats listener. Yeah. All yeah. right. And you're about halfway through, three quarters of the way through the episode, and you're like, man, this is just great stuff right here. <laughs> uh, super entertaining. Uh-huh. I'm laughing my butt off, but I'm also getting the facts, and I'm yes. just like super engaged. Yes. And three quarters of the way through, Tyson or Jackson, let's say Tyson, okay. throws a curveball and just says something awful. Oh. Totally off off uh, the subject. Like totally in, like inappropriate. Ir- inappropriate. Oh, shoot. That just was, all around kills the vibe and kills it. That's how the Jazz fans have been feeling. Oh, I see where you're going with after this. After every game lately. Yeah, so three quarters of the way through the season, and then all of a sudden... Or, just, or per game. Or, we're up 20. <laughs> every, every game. <laughs> we're, yes. we're up 20, and then all of a sudden, they just it just disappoints yes yes and it's starting to be like what is going on is this the same team as the first three quarters it's i that would be you know first off thank you for that image <laughs> uh, it was so easy to imagine because i would have met like 90 percent of the residents in utah are experiencing listening to jazz beats podcast as well as watching the jazz and being frustrated. So, if any of you listeners actually have gone through that, please let us know. We would love some feedback. One hundred percent. I mean, even when we're up by twenty five, it's like I ain't turning the game off. Like, I'm saying for for us, like, yeah. If you if you've been offended in the last thirty seconds for of the podcast, podcast yeah, <laughs> we want to hear about it, and we'll, we'll we'll just move that to the front of the episode. So you can we, we can't early. get rid of it completely because we just get we right. We got to be us. We have zero filter. <laughs> This is, uh, and if you didn't know, this is completely unedited recording every episode for you guys. Like, we make no changes. Like, Jackson's had to dial me back a little bit. First of all, we don't got time for that. (laughs) (laughs) And we fired our editors and all of our co-supporters, executive directors, and uh, administrators. All that's gone. They're all gone. Yes. We have none of the above. (laughs) It's just us. So, very good. All right. Well... What, what? So this was pre-Memphis. Okay, we we're getting at. Yeah. It was it was rough. We have blown fifteen 15. double-digit leads, the most out of any team yeah. in the NBA. Another stat that so. came across was if if the game ended, if every game ended after the third quarter, the Jazz would be in the like the top two in the league, top two or three in the league. So are we are we throwing the game in the fourth quarter then? Yeah, so that tells okay, me we are leading okay. at the end of the third quarter more than most of the teams. Us and two others, I think, were, were the top three of leading after the third quarter. Okay. I, and this is such an interesting topic. Like, can we dive into it? Like, really just like archaeology this? Like just yeah. brush it all just out? Just some Indiana every, every, Jones yeah, stuff right every here. every little detail. Okay, I want to know how many <laughs> teeth are in each dinosaur, everything. All right. <laughs> so, okay, so what's happening? Is it player f- multiple choice? Option A, Jackson. Do I get like an essay question answer or it's like... Well, it, at uh, the end is a, B, please C, explain. So oh, you, you pick okay. A, B, C, or D and then please explain. Okay. Which so. every student hates to see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So option A, player fatigue. Okay. They get close to the end of the game and they're getting lazy. Okay. okay. Option- well, that's different. Laziness and fatigue, I feel like are different. <sighs> You, you need Sub-category to... Subcategory <laughs> A. 
Like, no, we're moving on. B. So we're going from fatigue or laziness. Okay, I'm category, okay. and you have to differentiate the two if you want to explain that later. Set option number two. Um, the other team's making adjustments, and and the Ooh, Jazz are okay. not. Okay, kind of like when we are winning a team in the playoffs, and then they realize that Rudy Gobert can't guard in the corner against a three-point line. And so they, Trey Mann has 18 threes one game. Right. Yeah. So, okay, is is it that? Okay. Or uh, is it the wrong rotation? That's option C Okay. with our players. Or option D, of course, my favorite in all essays, <laughs> other. Or all of the above. <laughs> um, uh, can me. we recap? No. So we have like, A this. is is lazy fatigue players. Yes. B is the other team making the adjustments. Okay. Right. C is our team in lack of in a rotation. Right. Of who's on the floor? If those are my oh, there was an other, huh? There's another. Um, can, that's that's totally up to you. Okay. Is this is this one of those questions I can check multiple boxes? Uh, I mean, it depends on if you want an A or a B or if you want to fail the test. I mean, I don't think it's lazy or fatigue. Okay, interesting. I think they're okay. professionals. I, I think they care enough. I mean, for the majority, there's a few okay. guys I think do get lazy. All right, let's knock that one out. Um, so far, you're doing. You've made it all the right choices so far. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of it is rotations. Okay, and that can really tie into B. It's true. Like B and C could be the same thing, where the other team makes the adjustment. And our rotation is just not adding up well. Yeah, I, I it's it's a hard line because it's like, do you want to go with who's playing the best currently, or do you want to? Because at the end of the game, you want your best players on the floor. So is it your best right. players right this second? So whoever's been playing well this game, this moment, or do you play the players who, over a long term period, are better? You know, well, the other night with um. Say was it. it the Memphis game? Yes, and Clarkson. The Memphis game. Yes. Bogey was having a terrible night or, or a subpar night, and um, he was in at the end of the game. Thank you. Yes. And so is he the better player Oh, like on paper overall in the yes. long term? Yes, he is. The law but, of averages puts him as the best player on the court. Right. Was he playing the best at that time? No. Clarkson so, should have been on the floor in my mind. Okay, so Coach, Coach Jackson puts Clarkson on. I don't know. That's why I'm not an Assistant NBA coach. Assistant Coach Tyson <laughs> concurs 100%. When Jordan Clarkson is the only reason we were still in the game against Memphis, you freaking put that player on the court because yeah. he was hot, he was fun, he was feeling it, Bogey was not. So I, I mean, think Quinn's stance is our team is the best when all these guys are playing to their potential. So I'm going to shoot for the best team possible rather than the best team right now. See, and I don't. I don't think that that's. I think that's where he's his head's at, though. Sometimes it's so, like so when you when we talk about the other team making adjustments and our rotation being off in the fourth quarter. See, I think that's a coaching thing. I think there has to be some change coming from the other side of the out of bounds line affecting what's happening on the court. Okay, that's my thoughts. What are and, your- and Quinn's had two. Uh, I think two series the last two years that we got beat on where he's been out coached. The, the Denver series, we lost a 3-1 lead. The next year, the Clippers series, last year, we lost a 3-1 lead. And I think correct, that correct. a lot has to do with coaches' adjustments. I hope he's learned, and I hope that things change. And I've seen it at times. He started um, – he had House finish the game right, against instead of, Memphis. Instead of Royce. Instead oh, of right, Royce O'Neal, right. which was great. House was awesome. 
He's shooting that bow and arrow left and right. 50,000 fans have been waiting for Quinn to make that call over the last three games, and he finally did it, and it paid off. So we'll see going into playoffs if, if there are some more of those adjustments. But I, I, I worry know. that uh, it's kind of been, if history continues to repeat itself, which, okay, this is an side note. I don't believe history repeats itself. I think people repeat history. Ah, ah touche. Put that on a t-shirt and sell it on Amazon. <laughs> okay, so if we continue to repeat history, big players play huge numbers in the playoffs. It doesn't matter if they're fatigued. Like some of the bench players, they don't even get minutes, which is not going to work for the Utah Jazz if they want to have a long run in the playoffs. Yeah, you see even our guys, you see Rudy playing 35 minutes a game or so. Crazy. Come playoffs, and it's like, I want him 40, 45, you right. know? Yeah. So that does happen. Okay. Oh, we have so much to talk about because <laughs> uh, we're so close to the end of the season. I mean, we've got Ju- House Junior. I mean, incredible. You got to love that guy. And yeah, big house fan right here. Big house I fan, love it. And, and he's so fun. Yeah. He's got a little bit of gangster. He's a little bit of Jay Crowder. Do you yeah. see that? You see that? Yeah. And then we got Whiteside, right? Whiteside is is hit or miss for me. He's on that um, at times that lazy that that. Answer A. A. He's an A. I see okay, that sometimes, okay. but then other times he's a stud, and okay. he and he's protecting the paint, and he's mouthing off, and he's and he's busy. You know the block against uh, Memphis. Uh, Such a good game. Who did we play? OKC. No, the block against OKC where he knocks it. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah. He yeah. puts his hand over like he's looking for where the ball went, like a golfer. My man, that was great. I love that. And then he had two big ones against Memphis. Right, the one he slammed it down and held onto it and got pushed and out. Got of put, yes, I mean. Honestly, he's he's such an emotional player. We just have to psych him up. And if he's hot, we cannot take him out while he's hot or he will cool down instantly. He's he's not a cast iron. He ain't you can't heat him up and he's just going to stay warm the rest of the game. He just he's done if you pull him out. Yeah, you got to take advantage of those minutes and yeah. give Rudy a little bit extra rest when you're getting yeah. prime Whiteside. If Whiteside's getting blocks like that, you leave him in as long as you yeah. can until he starts to go back to option A. And, <laughs> and maybe that's one minute extra, you know? It doesn't matter. Give Rudy one minute extra rest. Right. It, we'll see, though. Yeah, it has. I've been loving Whiteside, though, over the last two games that we've had for wins. Um, it's been fun to watch Whiteside yeah. come along. And House Jr., so much fun. And I got to see a little bit of Butler against the OKC. <laughs> I can do it. Shout out to Butler, my man. Okay, he, he did have a sweet um, little run, I think. I think he got a block on the defensive end or a steal. Did, everything Some, he does is sweet. Something he did was great, and he pushed the ball and threw this bullet pass oh, to, I think. Yes. It might have been Whiteside. Was it Whiteside? No, it was Hernan Gomez. Yeah, the, white, the bullet other white pass guy. Yeah, to yeah, Hernan yeah. Gomez for a dunk yeah. in transition. That was sweet. Bullet pass. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm so tempted to get a Butler jersey, but he's one of those players where it's like he could go any minute, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, but I like him a lot. When he goes, it's now retro, though. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are so cool. Let me tell you. Those are the ones I pull out of my drawer first thing to wear. <laughs> um, anyways, the Memphis game was great. They yeah. did not have Jaw Morant. Thank goodness. Or the other dude that I really, really hate. Dylan Brooks. That guy Nobody is likes just him. dirt. Yeah. Um, he, <laughs> never Go mind. Go ahead. No, I, it's, it's a tangent. It's a, is it, was it the jacket he was wearing? No, it's his hair, which is fun, too. There's nothing he can do. He looks awful. Jaw without Jaw before this game, Memphis was twenty and two. Twenty wins, two losses without their best player, which is incredible. That's fan- that's like us having that same run without 
Donovan Mitchell. Or Rudy. Comparably. Yeah. And yeah. you saw what happened without one of those two. It was not good. Yeah. That's, I mean, kudos to them. And they're in such great positioning in the play. Like, they've earned, and they're young. They're a fun team to watch. Yeah. So even without Jaw, that was a big win for us. And right. I think a confidence builder. That was our overtime game, right? Yes. When we tried to lose it there at the end. Right. When we went one for eight from the free throw line yeah, at one point. Fantastic. In the fourth. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> but <laughs> got away with the win. Um, last night, OKC, um, we can call that a game, but it wasn't. A uh, 30-point win it was for the fun. Jazz. It was fun to watch. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Jazz Nation needed that. Yeah. They needed to watch us just tear someone apart. Um, Is it... Are you ready for playoffs? Like, we have three games remaining? We have three games left. Uh, Lake... Who do we have? Jeez, I had all this written down. Uh, Golden State. Do we have Golden State still? We have Golden State. The Warriors. And Phoenix. Phoenix. We're going we're gonna to get this right. Bear with us just a yeah. sec. Phoenix is our last game. That's April 10th. Um, that'll be huge to play. And, and, and those are interesting games because they may not even play all of their huge roster. I mean, the Suns have their seed dialed in, and I don't think they're worried about winning us. But uh, it would be a great boost of confidence for the Jazz to to come out and play their stars and win them. No Golden State. We do have Phoenix and then Portland. Portland, that's right. Coming that's up. Right, so two games right. remaining and then playoff time. Right, right, right. Um, speaking of playoffs. Yes. Um, at the start of this year. Okay, okay. The the Lakers. We're going to the Lakers. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. They got eliminated officially from the playoffs this year. And it has been, as far as Vegas odds at the start of the year. What, what are you laughing at? <laughs> when you said the... <laughs> When you when you make the announcement, I think there's a uh, an audio piece that needs to be attached to their that what's happening with them in the playoffs. When you're ready, when you feel it appropriate, I gotta remember which one. Oh, okay. So the Lakers have been eliminated from playoff contention. So that that's exciting, right? Yes, thank yes. you. Thank yes. you. Absolutely. Simmer, <laughs> simmer down, everybody. Um. So Vegas had the odds uh, before the season of teams making the playoffs, and this is by far the biggest loss from a team. So their Crazy. odds to make the playoffs were were very good, and they didn't. So if you bet on that, congrats to you. Um, how, how do you feel with our, our matchup going into the playoffs? So Possibly, which uh, I think our, it's set, is Dallas. Okay, so there's a 98% chance that we're going to be playing – uh, the Texas Dallas Mavericks is that their team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have that child on there. Um, Luca, what's his name? Yeah, that's right. Now, isn't there a Disney show about a kid who turns into a fish named Luca? Is that? Am I thinking? Yeah, of you're thinking right. Yeah, spellings off, but well, I mean, maybe Luca has his name spelled wrong, but that's how I see him. I'm Go on. I want. I want you to. I don't fill know this where. Analogy. I don't know where it's going, but I just. I don't like him. After the way he acted against Gobert, his his immaturity really stood out. He's he's twenty one years old. Yeah, well, well not <laughs> when you were twenty one. <laughs> how was your maturity level? Next le- next talk. Uh, okay, let's go on from there. What concerns <laughs> you about Dallas series, especially with we when we don't have home court advantage? Um, as much as I don't like Luca. He is a great offensive player, right? I don't think he's he's going to stop us on the defensive end, but I do think we're going to struggle to stop him when he wants to score. I mean, the guy is scoring like 30 points a game against Utah. 
easily, no matter what we do to shut them down. So I just think that the best thing to do is to combat with our own offense. So I worry about who's going to answer for his points, you know, kind of like Moneyball, who who on our team is going to offset what he's going to do to us, assuming that we can't actually stop him from scoring. Yeah. Um, yeah, great stuff. <laughs> great stuff, Tyson. Now, I mentioned this to you last week. My, my worst, do you think we're going to get eliminated first round against Dallas? I feel good about our matchup. Okay, me too. Me too. But I'm I'm an optimistic jazz fan. Yeah. Most of the time. It's a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. I I I've been struggling with close games with the Utah Jazz. There's been a lot of clutch games where we haven't played well when we were within five points with less than five minutes to go, whatever that's considered. But I, I, I'm worried about the execution in those, and I feel like a lot of playoff games come down to big stars making big shots in the big moments, the last seconds of games, and I haven't seen that execution from the Jazz in some time. Um, and Luca's kind of been known to be pretty clutch. He's made a, he um, quite a few game winners for his his short career so far, yes. which for is a, scary. For a 21-year-old. Yeah. Fish. Which is scary. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, Oh, I want to run some stats by you. Our closer, yeah, or who we usually go to as our closer, Donovan Mitchell. Boop, 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 not boop. not quite as as clutch as some would say. Um, averages, if I can remember, in within five points in the last five minutes, averaging like two points a game as far as that goes. Thirty three percent shooting from the field, thirty six percent, and twenty three percent from the three. And fifty three percent from the free throw line. Far from clutch, I'd say. No, that's that should be Thoughts. average. Thoughts. You know who I think is the most clutch player, and I've told you this. Go on. The most the best clutch player on the on our roster right now, bench or starters, is Rudy Gobert. He makes the best shots, the follow ups, the rebounds, the blocks, the defensive when he has to catch up to a player when he does that little turnaround defense and comes up behind him. He is the most clutch at his role on our team than any other player. Do I think we should be lobbing it down low while he goes up for it? We will get the whistle. That's my concern. And sometimes he goes up soft instead of just freaking hammering that thing. But I think that's where the ball should be going uh, is Rudy Gobert. I agree with you. And it's it's he's not a guy that can just post up and score, obviously. I think we got to keep it in the offense and keep the ball moving and not – get down to isolating so much or yep. and pushing the ball in transition. Yep. So those things, I think, if the Jazz can stick to that, we have a good shot of going deep. For sure. But if we start going isolating, we don't have anybody good enough to it's be true. able to go one-on-one. It's true. And it's okay to admit that weakness, right? Like, you got to identify it and say, okay, what's our strength? Rudy Gobert shoots 80% of the game. I don't know. It seems like pretty bloody good to me. Maybe <laughs> have Clarkson run in do his little thing, attract three players, and he can just dish it right at Gobert, and he can put it up and put it in. Like several players did the night before. You had Jared Butler with an alley-oop. You had Mike Conley. You had Jordan Clarkson. These guys know they can get down there, and when they get enough attention from the defense, they can dish that to Gobert, and he can put it up. They can't wait too long, or the spacing gets lost, and then they start to get back on Gobert. But if they go down and dish it straight away or lob up the the alley-oop... It just seems like such a simple play with low risk and high high scoring. I think the players have, have taken note of this also. 
Hashtag take note, Utah Jazz. <laughs> um, Sorry. Um, Clarkson last night against OKC had 10 assists. Dude, I've never seen that before. No, him. not I've, out of him. It's crazy. And, and I think guys are looking for Rudy a little bit more just in the last few games. I think they're a little slump. Um, I know they had a team meeting to talk about um, how, how, cooperating. and I don't know what they how, talked about. How do you know about that? Team meeting. Yeah, how do you know? That, that's what the news says. You can believe that. <laughs> Thought you were there. No, but it's it seems to me the last two games they have focused on on getting the big man the ball a little more. Right. That's good. Is the, obviously, who would you rather have score Donovan or Gobert? I mean, there's been a little bit of discussion about that, right? I mean, Donovan and. Gobert's offensive passing relationship. The media I'm, loves to I'm blow try- this relationship I know, but I'm up. I'm trying to lead you into I some know. statistics here. Okay. Give the people what they want. Per game, Donovan passes the ball to Rudy. Passes, not assists. Passes the ball just over two times per game, which is shocking. Um, It, it should be higher than that, but... It shouldn't be a, an astronomical number either. The way we move and the way our offense is set, and I don't know. I'm I'm trying to cover for him. I was shocked when I saw that number, and hopefully that that changes going forward. And and at least he's looking for him, and and because he does do good things. He either gets fouled if he catches the ball, which again is a coin flip sometimes. He either gets fouled or he dunks it. Okay. I don't know. Seems good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it uh, seems like a good game plan. So uh, I realize that what Donovan does a lot is Gobert will come up and give him the screen and he'll swap both sides, right? He'll go left. And then if there's not enough bite on that, Gobert will turn around and Mitchell will run back on the other side of him. And this is Gobert's opportunity to start cutting to the basket if Donovan doesn't put the shot up straight away. Um. But usually Mitchell does. Usually Gobert does a good enough job of screening to the point where Donovan has an open shot. So that's a lot of the reason why he doesn't end up passing it because Gobert is in the act of doing a screen assist. And I think a lot of Gobert's touches come from the defense rotating. So And Donovan's got the ball in his hands a lot, right? Right. So he drives the rim, and then he likes that little baseball cross-court pass. So he makes that, and now the defense is off, and now they're rotating. So when the secondary guy drives, that's when they have to adjust and right. leave Gobert, and I think that's where the pass comes a lot of times, right. where Donovan isn't that secondary dribbler too often. He's right. usually got it in at the start of the possession. So that that could be why as well. That's an interesting point. I haven't thought about that. Just just being him being the – if he has the ball, him being the pivot point to the defense, it doesn't really open up any windows – or spaces in the defense to get it to go bare until Unless, two or three passes later. Right, right. Yeah. As they start to rotate through, that's really interesting, actually. So, I mean, good for you. I like the way you're defending. Thanks, Donovan. So, Thanks. stop hating. It's all good. I mean, obviously, we can find improvements on the team and do things that are going to work better. But we've we've only got three games to do it. Two games to do it. So, let's freaking figure that out. Okay, it's let's, exciting. Let's do it. And to be honest, at the end of the day. The Jazz come out and play hot in the playoffs. None of this matters, and that's what I love. Like it, it doesn't matter what the regular season happens. We saw that last year. We underperformed in the playoffs. Made no difference how we did in the regular season. Right, right. And hopefully we we know that and we can peak at the right time and and get this deep playoff run we've all been dreaming of for years now. 
Okay. Yes. Okay. So a couple things. Uh, the game against OKC, third quarter, six minutes and forty nine seconds. Look at you. Bogey is shooting a foul shot. He makes the first, and it's about time for the second. Hassan Whiteside is just having the funnest game of his life. I swear. <laughs> the guy shot so many arrows for House Junior. He ran out out of his little backpack. <laughs> anyway, the two the, the two guys on the side of him start leaning in to box out Hassan Whiteside. And if you watch this, camera's right on Whiteside's face. And he says, what you doing? You ain't gonna need to box this out. <laughs> like, he, yeah, he doesn't even, Whiteside just doesn't even bother. And then Bogey just sinks it. And then Whiteside's already running down the court like, I told you. Like, I just love that. That was so fun. But, I, I mean, that's what we missed about the Jazz. And I almost feel like, Joe Ingles brought a lot of that character. Um, it's hard to say that name. It hurts. It's like, oh, it's like it picking hurts. a scab that hasn't quite yet wounded. <laughs> it's still a wound bleeding. Anyway, we miss you, Joe. I still wear your jersey. I got you. We'll see you. We'll see you. We're going to play him, right? We're playing Portland. He's not He's not on the court, right? I wonder if he'll be there. I would it, love to see it'd him. It'd be in his best interest to be there. Speaking of places you guys need to be, Next year, 2023, Salt Lake City, February. All-star season. All-star <laughs> game. All-star weekend is coming to Utah. And if you haven't seen, you can get on right now and make a deposit for your tickets. At NBAexperiences.com. Yeah, good, good for you. Good job. Yes. Well, it's a, it's so, a bloody website. I can remember that. <laughs> it says through our exclusive deposit program, yes, you yes. can reserve priority access to NBA All-Star 2023 with a deposit. Um, you'll be given the option to purchase your package before anyone else. So if you are like set on going to that game, it hasn't happened since 1998, 25 years. Crazy. Then get on NBA experiences.com that's it that's it and make a deposit because we need as many jazz fans to that arena as possible yeah, i don't want to see half it. the crowd in lakers jerseys Blah. i want i want to see jazz fans in that arena so that's get it. on there make your deposit and let's go let's go we will be there you will see jazz Beats podcast there jackson and tyson representing let's baby. go we're gonna make our deposit right now <laughs> ah, as soon as we it. get off so thank you everybody for tuning in this is jazz beats I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. See ya.